0: welcome to another episode of Drunk Tank Think with Katie and Eden. Um, I hope you all enjoyed the first episode. It was very well received. Um, Today we're going to be talking about the return of festivals post-pandemic and whether this summer we'll see the return of major festivals.
1: Cause I'm an genuine emotional response Share yeah, me like mace I make a half-fired retort about you being the dust in my joints and you evaporated forcing kind a of depression I haven't felt my eyes smile the weeks and you don't remember the last time you saw stars suggest so we both both just need to notice more maybe you're right maybe
0: was Prometheus by Ghost Story written, recorded and mastered by Spencer himself, Prometheus is an earworming, tribal sounding hybrid concoction of spoken word and Berlin-esque techno which grips you from the very first beat until its ultimate resolve set to be released on the 19th of March 2021 2021, is that right? (laughs) Wait I said 2021 instead of 2021 (laughs) Prometheus is the successor to Ghost Story's previous singles, Station and Three Pipes.
2: Manchester based musician Kieran brings is unique, much-of-speech, colorful insight with his narrative-driven lyricism, which really shines through in this track. I'm definitely excited to see what I
3: release. Really
2: Today, today's being a little less traumatic than last week. Honestly, up. I feel like
0: we've got it under control now. Right, what's really going on? Wolf Alice have finally announced their highly anticipated third album, Blue Weekend, which is set to be released on the 11th of June. Stephen Fretwell has this week returned, releasing his first new music in 13 years by a Speedy Underground, and the Blinders have officially teased. Their third album, even though they haven't teased it, toured the fucking second. <laughs> the band have also teased their return to live music, with many speculating whether dates will be released this week. And maybe they'll already be released by the time that you're hearing this, actually.
2: Okay, you say saying many, you mean
0: us. Yeah, literally, but I will. Um. Us and our 40-year-old friends. <laughs>
2: That's it. Um, Inhaler. Inhaler. I mean, it's a two-second thing, but yeah. Inhaler. I've started teasing what I think and most people thinks the debut album. I mean, the count because the countdown works really well. I don't know. If, Inhaler. have started being cryptic, which really doesn't suit them, but they're going to end up with a record of the week because that's what they're counting down to.
0: Clownery at everybody who thought they were going to do something over the weekend. <laughs> oh, no, don't. Yeah, they weren't there, ever going to do that.
2: Literally. Right, so and has anybody
0: ever released anything on a weekend?
2: It's 15 days from now. So it's the 17th, which is also St. Patrick's Day. Okay, that sound. As it stands, the only real like insight for this is a countdown on the website, which is set for 6.10pm on the 17th of March, which is when Record of the Week gets played. I'm quite excited to see whatever it is. I just hope the album comes soon, because it seems to be sort of common opinion now. They just need to get it out. Since last February, they were saying it was coming out in August 2020. Like, I'm just a bit sick of waiting. I think everyone's a bit sick of waiting. Our festival's
0: gonna go ahead this year. (laughs) there you go that's my song okay there we go um so now here we are we're approaching festival season or what should be a festival season and the question that has been riddling social media for the past week and a half is are festival's gonna happen this summer redden and leeds has sold out at a record time
2: so, I have a question, Bestie. Oh, fuck off. No. Is it common knowledge that redden and Leeds have limited the capacity? No, but, but I was just going to say it anyway. I'm gonna say, are we allowed to say that? We're not going to get sued. No, we're fine. Okay, sound. Have I got to do that all again now? I mean, no. I don't know. Bestie, I a have a question. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question, Bestie. <laughs> I couldn't figure out how put up my hand I was going to put up my hand We're slowly but surely
0: approaching what would be festival season for 2021 and some are saying that they're absolutely going, and going ahead whilst others have already cancelled so what is the probability of the ones that are still left
2: are they going to go ahead? see I just feel like My biggest pet peeve at the moment is people saying, well, Redden and Leeds have confirmed. Like, if Boris extends lockdown, we can't all just gather in a park for Redden and Leeds, can we? (laughs) Like, I think that's what people are forgetting. Like, because I'm seeing people on Facebook literally saying Redden and Leeds have confirmed, so that means it's definitely going ahead.
0: Yeah, I think the thing is, as well, is that people are believing that Reading and Leeds has sold out at, like, a record time and, like, selling out really quick and props to them for saying that it's going to happen when it's looking very unlikely, I think, and, like, what they aren't telling people is that they've limited their capacity already. Like, they're being limited to 65% of what they usually are at the moment. So it's obvious that they're going to sell out sooner when they're having to include yeah. rollovers too. That's it. But I think,
2: I just don't I see it happening. Literally, like, because as much as I want to be optimistic about this vaccine and stuff like that, I just don't see how they could go ahead. No, literally. The sheer, like, how were you telling me it's going to be safe? to go from pubs, like, in June to... It's, like, the rule of six in June. Saying, that's it. To what they're saying is, obviously, they've limited the capacity to, like, 50,000 in a field. Like, it's not happening.
0: And, um, like, even that's, that's, that's like, underestimating how many people would be able to go. Because, like, literally. I swear, in 2019, I have pretty sure the capacity that leaves reached was 105,000 or something like that. Something we're very close to that. So 65% of that is, like, almost 70,000 people. And you can't go from on that day before the 21st of June being able but to... Actually,
2: but the thing is, right, I don't know if this is just me being really salty at how shit the dates have fallen, but, like, I'm meant to be seeing my chem in June like, the day before the Rule of Six gets lifted, which obviously isn't happening, that's fine. Yeah. How can you go, like, in that case, can we not bring it all forward a week so I can go and see my chem, like, the day after the restriction gets lifted?
0: And then you've got got the problem, yeah, and then you've got the problem of a lot of artists won't be able to get over here in time to sit and do a set, basically. Like, a lot of American tour managers are already saying themselves that... They're artists, it's just not feasible for them to come over for an hour set. And it's looking like Redman and Leeds are gonna have to remove like Queens of Stone Age, Doja Cat, Post Malone from the lineup for another lineup which is already pretty bad.
2: That's it, like it's the sort of lineup, like if we take Queens of the Stone Age off, because I, I admit they are like Redman and Leeds standard. Yeah, definitely. I don't want to bring it back to this really old-fashioned standard that people say that they have. Other than that, it could very easily be a truck, a tram lines.
0: The lineup that they presented, yeah, like, like you've got like, Catfish and the Bottlehead, like Bottleman headlining, and they're also headlining Neighborhood Weekender,
2: Neighborhood Weekender,
0: which is like fifty
2: pounds. Literally, like, obviously, it's not happening in May it's getting pushed back but that's something that i said from like the day got dot. like why are catfishing so many places like
0: they haven't released anything notable in like two years either they're doing a
2: headline gig in swansea like the day before neighborhood it's or very weird
0: because day. like to me right the way i see it is if you weren't interacting and being active during lockdown one last year, I feel like people have just kind of forgot about you. Like, the same thing kind of happened with the 1975. Like, they just kind of fell off. And then my Healy came back shouting whatever. And everyone was like, OK, that's, that's enough. So everybody kind of just but left like, them. By the
2: time notes was ready to come out, everyone was just sort of like, oh exactly but like it's because like when you're not active
0: during things like coronavirus or whatever obviously it's not something that we've ever experienced before but you can't come back and then be like hey hey guys that's it, we're doing I mean, this now because you've got that
2: was sort of fairly active but it was it feels like he's just sort of had constant scandals since like 2019 yeah exactly and like You've got bands... Yes, they had the listening parties in the run-up to the album coming out. But even then, that was sort of like, how much money do you want from us? Literally, that was all for merch. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You need a T-shirt for every song that's on every album. Yeah.
0: And and it's just... Like, you've got bands like Black Midi. I know everything seems to be about Black Midi at the moment. God bless Black Midi. But um, Shame and... Bands like that who were doing it? lots throughout lockdown like, one, I lockdown maybe two.
2: Headliner-sized bands wouldn't sit doing socially distant gigs, but, but nothing's stopping like the them. Dark, but from like the dark Fruits in DC, I think it's just been really disappointing. Like as we've eased back into normality, like I suppose, I, I, like.
0: Liam Frey, if we're going to go Dark Fruits Indie, I suppose they were very active until Liam Frey decided to go
2: AWOL. See, with that, I feel like, to me, it seems obvious that he's working on something. And I think people will be disappointed if by the start of next year, maybe. That's me giving him as much time as I will give him to come back. Like in the nicest way possible. I Eden's rules.
0: <laughs> Liam Frey, if you're like, listening
2: to this, people <laughs> have got it into their heads that Liam Frey is going to come back with a new album or something. Like people are going to be disappointed if Liam Frey just starts tweeting again.
0: But even then, like, are they even headlining worthy now? Like, um, are they headlining things? They
2: sure aren't. They they're doing transmit transmit the sub they're on the same they're brown. on the same day as murder capital <laughs> yeah are they not subbing for ian brown
0: i don't know but if ian brown's there he's know, already dropped they, out hasn't he
2: <laughs> after his sweater spat. So, if, if you need a vaccine i'm not playing festival one sec i'll have a look this isn't exactly professionalism is it but i know they're really high up I've i swear now. i think they are yeah they are, they're headlining over ian brown i've got it here
0: so they've the got transmits. to make a return at
2: some point. Them, LG and Lewis Capalda. But even then, Transmits line dire too. See, I think it's a really solid lineup. if it wasn't in Glasgow. Like, for me. They're behind us as well, aren't they? With their roadmap. Yeah, it's like second... This is like second weekend of July, this. Not happening, in my opinion. Like, I don't know. It, like, anyone who's good at... Insert uh, that meme of the person crying behind the smiling mask. If I wanted a ticket, I would buy one right now. Literally, like, it's just—it's a very. To R- be fair, right? Compared to some of the atrocities Transmit have had in the past, this is a good lineup.
0: I think yeah. I just always compare it to Arctic Monkeys Transmit.
2: Yeah, I think that's what everyone does, and I think that's what a lot of people have done since Twenty
0: in the Park. You know,
2: <laughs> I think yeah. anything will replace. What's he in the park like, had? Because this isn't a bad lineup. It's just very neighborhood. Like I feel well, like it's just very middle of the road. Yeah, why would I try? Trek- it's not to going anywhere. When half the artists on here are touring, and there's pretty much nothing exclusive. Like, yeah, and what's gonna happen is like most of these festivals
0: over here, the big ones. I suppose even if you look at Longitude in Ireland, like most of those have got American artists. Like Longitude literally. has all of the rappers and they've got like Doja, and like everybody else. But none of these artists are actually gonna be able to come and play them. Like literally. from like, now I think
2: Longitude, as far as like regardless of genre, that seems like the most solid lineup. It is a solid lineup. Like. If Wireless had that same lineup, I'd be very tempted to go. Even though I don't listen to half the artists, because it's sort of got everyone.
0: Yeah. One of my big things though, I just really want to see Doja and like obviously, yeah, Primavera has cancelled this week, which maybe there was a tear shed. That was that is the secret I'll never tell.
2: But I. I'm not <laughs> going to be the like bank account when you then reserve the hotel for next year within like 10 minutes.
0: Yeah, um, Primavera um, got cancelled and we decided to book an entire villa for 2022. So coronavirus has to leave at some point <laughs> because I've got a whole villa I'm by the beach. I'm
2: packing your bags here, mate.
0: <laughs> Perhaps that's what everyone's going to be doing on June the 21st. Packing coronavirus' like, bags and heading <laughs> them to Leeds.
2: Whatever I say I'm looking at this transmit line up here me. It sort of got my attention. That Friday is the only good day. Is that day murder capital or on? No, that's a Saturday, and they're the only good artist on that Saturday. But even then, that, that's, that's not gonna happen. Apart from maybe Falls, but even then, Falls have got a full tour. So like I'm not running to Glasgow to see Falls, sorry. <laughs>
0: I, janice if you hear this sorry eden isn't attending
2: No, <laughs> it's just I'm like so
0: most festivals are going to be faced with the same issue i it's all for insurance and like
2: it's obviously not insurance fraud like but hilarious. you know you, the people, only thing about this lineup is i think most of them are actually english or irish that's Perhaps that one has more chance of going ahead, but like, I don't think it does though, because it's that early. Like, if Leeds had a lineup like that, I'd say yes, it's got a chance, but mm, I don't I think see how we can come out of it and not have some sort of tearing off of when different capacity places can open.
0: Yeah, I if, if June the 21st happens the way that it's supposed to happen, then I reckon will be allowed to go into small grassroots places without social
2: distancing. Maybe, that's it, because... Places like, yes, paint room, which is, like, 150. It says on the roadmap as well, for, like, the month before, where, like, you can have, like, indoor pubs or something. Like, the mayor restrictions, I think it is. Yeah, their news can operate at half capacity, which I'm assuming will be socially distant gigs. Yeah, because music venue trust have yeah. said from the seventeenth
0: of so May I'd that
2: socially assume, distance can happen. So I'd assume it because it caps it at like a thousand or something. So I'd assess. Uh, I'd assume from that the next step on June the twenty-first, whatever, is to get rid of that halving it. I reckon it. Yeah. Ride.
0: I just like, don't see any major festivals happening this year. No. I'd say multi venue festivals have a chance of happening because the lineup is usually a lot bigger and not yeah. everybody's in the same spot at once. Yeah. Whereas like, with somewhere like Reading and Leeds, you're all in a
2: field together. Because the thing is, right, with your multi venue festivals, the biggest venue you're normally going to have is an Academy. Which, yeah. Yes, sometimes they do get packed, but they cap, but cap them. Literally, even then, it's like, what, 5,000 people in one arena? Well, one venue. That's assuming they've overpacked it as well.
0: Yeah, and, like, I've never experienced that the main venue for a multi-day festival has got full. Like, I think that's very rare for that to happen, especially with loads of things on at the same time.
2: Only time I've ever really felt that it was full was Sundara neighborhood, twenty eighteen. But even that, I don't know if that's because I was right in the middle.
0: I just don't. I just don't see it happening. And like, sure. I'm all for the multi venue stuff. Small,
2: co- your small like community, like local festivals. I can see happening, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the yeah, ones definitely. That, like, you go with like your dad. Like I, they'll happen, but like, can't wait to see that take that tribute band. <laughs> Before we're off this.
0: No, perhaps, um, Spike Island, Back Island will happen. happen. Oh no, I could not think of anything worse. I'd rather actually catch Corona. Like, <laughs> right. do you want to go and watch the court between us? Like, no. I've gone with live without live music since like December, and if the only option was to see the clone roses and court between us, then I think I'd carry on without
2: <laughs> what if what if they added the Sherlocks to that lineup though? Would that not be kind of tempting? No. Wow If you had and the honor, then I'll think about it. <laughs> oh there we are. Let's get back on track. I think it's very obvious that. Festivals are gonna sell out. That doesn't mean it's a good lineup. Yeah. But
0: like everywhere's just clinging to everything that they get. It was like the
2: master the other day. You had a hundred thousand people trying for reading tickets at some point, apparently. Yeah. That's that's I only know that because one of my friends put it on a story that she was in a queue with ninety-nine thousand people in front of her. And like half of those people Probably wouldn't go if there was the hype Behind it Like, I don't want to try and get Keep Reading Festival But There's people who will have bought tickets just for the hype To see if it happens
0: And as well, a lot of people At the moment Will and be wanting tickets life. Yeah, they're all settling for a bad line-up, which is quite laughable to me. Like, true clownery from you lot, not from me. I'm going to sleep tonight knowing that I'm not seeing Catfish and the Bottlemen live, so I guess I win. Um, Perhaps this podcast is just becoming a
2: Catfish and the Bottlemen hate podcast, but... Hmm. What if God said you could headline a festival? Oh, no! Catfish and the Bottlemen. That was a funny day, that was.
0: I just don't, I just don't see the appeal of Reading and Leeds Fisher, and no, I think it's going to I encourage them as well,
2: going for the vibe. But it's so obvious that people don't know that they've limited it.
0: The I classes. don't think it's common knowledge though. Like, I think I feel most like like people, this sense. will be this <laughs> finding
2: out. Are we going to break like, the internet? We're going to break the internet. Breaking news, just like. Surely it takes a little bit of common sense To realise that things wouldn't be the same Because say they've limited the capacity 70,000 If we go off that 100,000 figure Yeah You've then got two main stages Are they going to They say that you can see both acts on the main stages without Their timings
0: were Yeah, we're going to alternate,
2: are yeah. not they But How do you work that Without it just being the same amount of people You'd have in an arena like
0: literally, if that was the case, they, they might as well have up. just done it
2: indoor because not everyone goes for the headliner like people will just sit far back, sit outside of the actual main stage bit you could end up with like thirty thousand people though it doesn't make sense, which I think,
0: made- sort of I think they made a lot of I think they made. A big mistake by announcing two main stages when it was first announced. Anyway, but now the more, the closer we get to it, the more of a mistake it feels. It wouldn't feel like a bad
2: lineup if, like, Catfish were subheadlining. <laughs> Perhaps like, the, whole, the whole problem is Catfish on the bottom, <laughs> or like LG subheadlining. Like, obviously, and there's no women. Obviously, but keep, say you kept Queens of the Stone Age. Storms it. No, because when Queensland Stone Age
0: were announced, I was like, oh my God, Queensland Stone Age. But then the rest of the lineup was announced and it made them, it
2: watered it down really quick. That's it. The bad headliners that they've got water it down. When if the bad headliners were subheadlining, headlining it would seem like a good festival.
0: Very true. But that goes back to them having two main
2: stages. If it was all on the same stage... I'm also logistically thinking... What happens when 30,000 people have won from one stage to another? <laughs> like, realistically, if you want to go from like, I don't know who's on what there, but like from Storms, Italy, and Gallagher or something. Because <laughs> they've said you can and that they'll be staggered so that you can't. But then that also begs me to ask what's the point in two main stages? Actually.
0: It's just basically one big thing, isn't it? Like, it's better off having one main stage and just making it a big. But no, they've just decided to make a mess out of it.
2: It's like, how far are you going from one to the other? Like, are they going to be like here and I here? I don't want to ask too many logistical questions because obviously they're still going to be in the arena. But like, are they at the side of each other? Are we one to the other? Like it would not surprise me at this point. It's that much of a mess. Is one of the main stages replacing Relentless? Am I running it all the way through Leeds? <laughs> I don't know. I just don't see. Hello, Warren Hill. Yeah, I'm just going to the main stage. Bye.
0: <laughs> There's no logic. It's in gonna there. be a
2: nightmare either way. As soon as you've got the group of people who want to see both headliners, because you're gonna have ten thousand people at the least running from one stage to another at once.
0: And it's it's just going to be a mess. Nobody's letting you go camping for four days in a field with 60,000 other people, love. I'm sorry.
2: Literally. No one's letting you go in a portaloo. We literally... (laughs) 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 The hole in the floor is unhygienic at the worst of times. They're not going to change all of that just for one year. Because the thing is, right...
0: They end that's up losing enough, more money than it's worth. Smells
2: enough to make anyone chunder, but if someone watches you chunder, thinks that you've like got Rona or something. <laughs> like no, there's just three days of fermented poo in there. <laughs> like <laughs> that's the thing, though, because we've got such we've got such an awareness of ill like illness. Yeah, like it's I like even thinking of I won't cough in a public place in Neither case will I've got Rona. and it's as simple as I've walked to the shop fa- faster than I can kind a bit <laughs> of a fat cunt that's why I'm coughing I promise it's not Rona I just can't breathe <laughs> like but I'm too aware of that to cough in case someone thinks I've got Rona nah
0: yeah I agree like, but everyone's going to be so aware of this at festivals like and also everyone's going to want to be clean
2: you can just get an um, One of them fast tests to go in, they're also really inaccurate.
0: Yeah, nothing's stopping you from contracting it while you're in there.
2: Literally, because they only work for, like, the 24 hours before or something. Or up to 24 hours before. Yeah, that's why you have to get them, like, as soon as. there's always an error margin. And chances of false positives and false negatives are, like, double. Which is why so many people do, like, two or three. The past tests rather than more. So now we're just gonna open the conversation, like we've discussed quite a bit there, about whether we think festivals are gonna come back, under what conditions, all that stuff. We're gonna open up the conversation to Dom from the boiler room in Guildford. Danny, who's a Lecturer at BIM in Birmingham, and Connor from the Novus. So first of all, we've got Dom from the Boiler Room.
4: Um, hello, my name is Dom Fraser, and I am the director and founder of the Boiler Room. Um, the Boiler Room is a music venue and community art space, and we are based in Guildford in Surrey, and we've been here fifteen years. So, have you
0: been like, have you been closed since lockdown one, then, or?
4: Have you opened in between? Like yeah, yeah. We um we shut on March the seventeenth, twenty twenty. So pretty much a year ago. Um, in a few weeks, it's been a very odd time. Uh, I'm sitting in the venue now, and uh, it's odd to think that there hasn't really been um, much going on other than the live streams and things that we've been doing. Um, when normally we'd be, you know like busy off our feet with stuff that we'd be doing.
0: Yeah, definitely. And do you think that from, let's say, June 21st, the magical date of June 21st, do you think things will go back to
4: normal or...? (laughs) I'm really being optimistic. I think if we can make sure that we are safe and COVID secure and... Looking after people, and that's people that are, are vulnerable or shielding, if we can uh, make sure that they are at the top of our sort of priority list, then I I can't see why, uh, with the vaccinations rolling out as they are, that we won't be able to, to open again. Um, I think it's all really comes down to the data doesn't it if if they can vaccinate everyone and they can prove the the vaccine is actually reduced you know making a difference and an impact then hopefully it means that people can come out and that they will be safe I think the challenge is going to be is will people you know do people want to go out again I think that people want to but I think when it comes to actually doing it I think a lot has changed socially you know I'm Mm -hmm. I used to be someone that crowd surfed and and, you know being a pit and having a great time but are we going to be as as keen I don't know I have no idea
2: the the people who really want to be going out like most of us are going to be like some of the last people to be being vaccinated so it's sort of like yes we might feel safe doing so but will we actually be able to do so? Which I think is like the main thing yeah. with like festivals. Like, yes, there'll be 50,000 people wanting to be in a field. But are there, is it logistically going to happen? Like, what are your thoughts on like bigger places we're opening?
4: I would suggest that when you go to an event, it's probably one of the safest places you can be in the sense that we have to do so much risk management and, you know, minimising any risk in the planning stages of putting on any event anyway we've always had to do that so the the really large events will already have their plans in place you know how they're going to manage traffic um as in people traffic as people moving from different different spaces um obviously i think the ideal is we just can all go back and we can go back to going to festivals like they used to be and they don't have to think about covid when they're putting on their events all they need to think about is just crowd safety and all, all the standard normal practice but yeah i mean it's it's going to have to be a consideration even if they do just say yeah everyone back to as you were i think people are going to want to sanitize their hands more often just yeah to, just because that's that's what we're used to doing yeah. do you know what i mean it's not suddenly like don't worry no one has to do that anymore or wearing masks, you know, if you, say, have an elderly relative when you go to a festival, you probably are going to want to wear a mask or, or keep your distance from people because you're not going to want to take something home with you, are you, I guess? We were on about it. We were saying, like, people used to
0: share drinks and stuff at gigs, used to be sharing cups of water with strangers. <laughs> Nobody's going to want to do that anymore. Like, thinking back at that, it's like, what were we on? We've known these people for five minutes and here we are all sharing one cup of water. It was just like are people going
4: to do this now? I think we, I think we will rub a band back to it. Do you know what I mean? It is, it is what we've all lived, you know, we've for 20, 30 years that we've all been alive. That's what we've always known is actually being tactile with people and being close and hugging our friends and our families and going to gigs and having shared experiences where, you know, you bump into people or you end up, you know with your face against some guy's sweaty shoulder in your face we've all been there so I think we we will go back to that because it will be like riding a bike do you know what I mean we know yeah. how to do it and it will instinctively will end up going there I just think initially everyone's going to be like oh is it okay if I do you, sorry uh, uh I uh, <laughs> it's just all yeah. Gonna yeah, be very socially awkward yeah It's been like that. Like,
0: we ourselves, we've been before um, lockdown three, we were going to socially distanced gigs in different places up and down. And it was like people would share tables with you, and then they'd be like, Is it okay if we sit here? And it's just, Is it okay if we do this? Is it okay if we sit like this? And it's like, Yeah. But also, are we going to get in trouble if you sit this way?
4: (laughs) <laughs> to be fair maybe it will encourage people to consider consent more <laughs> do you know what i mean Definitely, like asking, yeah. you know that that could be a really good thing that everyone is being prompted to ask if it's okay which we kind of should be doing anyway
1: hi everybody i'm danny de um i work in the music industry i'm somebody who has been involved in the industry for about oh gosh nearly 10 years so
0: we just want to know basically um do you think that it's a good idea that festivals are planning on returning this year, especially the major
2: ones.
1: I think um, there are a few different angles. One of them is like, it depends on the size of the festival. I think that larger festivals will have um, much more scrutiny that they'll have to, um, they'll have to tick way more boxes because of the size of them. Like it will be one of those things that works up exponentially. Like the bigger the festival is, the more they're going to have to be, you know, be, be, be more careful I was just talking to some students this morning about um, the announcement that uh, Eurovision Song Contest is is going to be going forward in the Netherlands, and they've come under a massive amount of scrutiny because they're going to be taking some like forty one artists slash bands and all of their you know teams um, to the Netherlands, and what that might mean for the rate of um, transfer of covid or, or whatever in the netherlands um so i think that because of those festivals are going to be absolutely huge there's gonna be so much focus on what they're doing i think that uh, for those larger festivals it's going to be um it's going to be difficult for them to ignore the responsibility that they'll have
2: yeah it's definitely like if any cases go up in the start of september Reden and Leeds will be one of the first places that people look are like look what's happened
1: Without a doubt, without a doubt, Reading and Leeds is a great subject as well. I had a guest who's from, who is a PR for Major Transmission, um, and she was guesting on one of my um, po- uh, one of my classes podcasts. Uh, and she was talking, <laughs> um, get confused where I'm at, where I am. Uh, she was talking about Reading and Leeds and saying that with the amazing announcement, you know, in the in the last week of the first of you know the first week of March that we're in now that Reading and Leeds have have announced that they're going to be going ahead and the tickets are sold out for it. However, I think it's in Reading, um, the City Council put out a statement yesterday saying actually they haven't had full um, permission granted to um, the festival yet. It hasn't been signed off. But they've announced that it's going ahead, um, which you know immediately puts at odds how you know what is it that they're doing to make sure that they're covering all their bases. Well, they clearly haven't even got. This permission. is what I've
0: been saying because we were talking about it. It looks as if both Red and Leeds have only sold about sixty-five percent of their usual capacity, and now they're sold out with hopes that they can sell the other thirty-seven percent. I don't know. I'm not very good at maths, but. it's just like Marketing has sold out when it's kind of not, but also not telling people that they've limited it so their experience is going to be different. It's very deceptive.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So Reading and Leeds, are they, working, are they selling tickets for a full capacity event or is it going to be reduced?
0: I, I think it's 65%. They haven't said anywhere about this. This is just what's been being passed along.
1: So so obviously we're talking big festivals. So these bigger festivals, are they're having to acknowledge that like, um, they have a responsibility and hopefully that's going to flow through. But for the smaller festivals, I'm a bit more um, worried because there's going to be less scrutiny. There's going to be less they're going to need to do. But potentially, when we're talking about small festivals, we're talking about anything up to like, you know, 5,000, 10,000 people still. Um, And I think because of that, there needs to be like some really clear focus um, on how to how to make sure that it's it's done properly on a local level because uh, i know where you guys are up in manchester and where i am here in brum we kind of have you know there are differences there but there are similarities in our music industry kind of makeup and i know certainly in in birmingham alone there's like 250 300 festivals that in a normal year will take place and it's likely that what at least half of those are going to want to do something over the next 6 months to a year how feasible is it like what is it that's going to be allowed for for them to run a festival properly because there's always also that like how much they're going to need to make to even break even hola i'm connor from the Novas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no right okay and he's here to tell us his thoughts and feelings about the festivals returning
1: it's it's
3: a hard one isn't it because i think we've been in a period of uncertainty for such a long time um, you know, the last gig we played was near enough 12 months ago this week where it wasn't socially distanced. It's We're looking at doing a gig to kind of highlight it a little bit about doing. So obviously the cap would be the same, but um, we'll do a socially distanced gig on the 20th. Come on stage at half eleven, run till five to twelve, where everyone's socially distanced, and then and at then 12, carry on. And then at twelve o'clock, get rid of all the tables and chairs. It's the same cap as same amount people, but they can mix, can't they? So technically, that can happen. But it, I think highlighting that is something that's you know bound to happen. It's really, it's really weird because why, why that date? Do you know, I mean, everyone's asked that question, but why that date in particular? Is like, what's stopping like, it from oh, being
2: yeah. the day before?
3: Yeah, I won't be vaccinated by then. You no, will we.
2: That's it. Most people, then. that's yeah. my thing is, most people who want to go to a festival probably won't have had both doses of the vaccine by
3: then. Exactly. So it makes no sense, really. But I guess everyone is just trying to be optimistic and buying tickets. I mean, seeing some people on my Snapchat, like spending like 500 quid for like every single VIP level thing and get a Reading And the it's leads the worst
4: Leeds
0: lineup ever as well. <laughs>
3: I mean, people are probably slate, can slate left, right, and centre for where, what you think of the lineup. I don't think it's particularly great, to be honest. I mean, I'm not going to say the band, but there is one band that I would rather, you know.
0: Is it Catfish and the Bottlemen by any chance? No, no. Oh, don't worry, um, this,
2: whole
3: this whole podcast is us slagging off. Just us them. Oh No, <laughs> I, I think Catfish and the Bottlemen aren't a worthy headliner yet be honest i don't think they're there in their career i think
2: they but, ever will but, be but it's, it's
3: right. like I'd,
2: I'd like to be very optimistic and say after this fourth album's come out realistically could do it but they're playing when mm-hmm. the leads now in a period where they've not released really anything for two years they've been inactive for
0: like two years
3: now so and i mean and also the last album was just to carry on as the first two so
0: yeah exactly you
3: know, like i, I would. Catfish running. I sixteen, seventeen. All of us. In the, I mean, we went up to Liverpool to go and watch them at the Echo Arena when we were like sixteen. If you look at what Fontaines have done with their album, you know, I mean, we're digressing a little bit. But Fontaines have done with their second album; they've gone completely different to their first album. It's fucking worked. Do you know what I mean? That's um right. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'd like to. I don't. Well, it looks like Fontaines and Idols aren't on um, the reading line. Fontaines is They're,
0: looking. Well, I don't think Fontaines will do a proper. Thing until like
3: 2022, it looks. well idols have already put their tour back to 2022. Like, it's it's hard because I look, don't be wrong. Like I absolutely love the industry that we're in, and I want to see it come back and bounce back to the success that it fucking deserves. You know, we've been in a, such a period of time where it's just been so shit, and everybody deserves oh. to be able to go to a gig and be as close to each other and see some weird sweaty geezer fucking next to you. Do you know what I mean? It's it's what you want, but. Well, maybe it isn't what you want, but, you know...
0: we also kinks to, be to yourself.
4: <laughs>
3: we've also got to be... Oh, God. We've also got to be realistic in the sense that, is it worth having that many people in the field this summer when our cases are still, like, 400 a day? That people it. are getting, You know what I mean? And, like, and like
0: schools like, are opening next week. That's going to go up. The, the teachers are vaccinated.
2: Like, like, two hours ago, whenever it was, like, today, pushed the date for international travel back in the scene. It's not happening. on am They've also Saturday.
3: just put furlough until September. And people like, still
2: think we're out by June.
3: Yeah, and like to me, that's like they put furlough to September. Why, if they're saying back to normal by June? with colour? Um. Yeah. I I struggle with the notion that it's going to happen. I am optimistic about it, and I'm hoping for the best. But Boris is a twat, so you can't believe anything he says.
2: Thank you for listening. As always, we've been Drunk Tank Think with Katie and Eden. Make sure that you follow us, subscribe to us on streaming services, and submit anything of interest, like your demo track, or just DM us with whatever to get involved with the show, because ultimately it is about, like, us and you. Thank you for listening.